Hey, 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 guys, this is Stuck Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now, let's do it. Let's get to it. It is the 5th of December. What does that mean for all those who celebrate Christmas? That means we've got 20. Yes, that's two zero days before Christmas. So, yeah, hope you got your shopping done or you're getting your shopping done. Again, for those who celebrate Christmas in the, by way of buying gifts for people. I'm a little bit of, um, I can, I like buying gifts. I like uh, giving, uh, even if I don't have the actual financial means to give a lot or give in 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 a in a, in a good expensive way. It's not about that anyway. It's right. It's about the giving. Um, but uh, I haven't done any shopping, tbh. To be honest. Um, but I also look more about Christmas of more than anything. It's about. Um, celebrating Christ, right? The birth of Christ. So uh, I'm excited to celebrate the birth of Christ. And I love this season. I love the lights. I love the music. I love um, the cooler weather, typically. But you know, of course, Talked to Hope with Hope is going to say typically, but in Texas, there's nothing typical about Texas. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes not so good. But I digress. But at any rate, I hope you guys are doing well. Staying healthy. Staying um warm for those who do live in in cities and states that are getting colder now that we're going we're into december and i hope december is treating you well now i want to talk about a couple things the first thing being that uh i picked up a passenger tonight and um his his name on on the uber app was like um four four leaf clover or something like that it has something to do with the number four but i'm not going to give you his actual name right because you know sorry for passenger confidentiality and whatnot but seriously i don't want to give the name out but i'll just say it was because it had the word four in it i'm gonna say it was four leaf clover four leaf clover <laughs> when he came to me y'all i was like because it's it's a gender neutral name right there's there's no picture so i, I don't know if it's a male or a female and so when he got in the car i was like yeah you got you have such a um a gender neutral name and he goes what'd you say as like a gender neutral and he's like gender neutral i mean gender not ginger gender uh and they, they are in my defense they sound very similar in a way they do gender ginger gender ginger but at any rate, ginger, of course, is being the drink ginger. And then if you say it uh, like the person had ginger hair, right? Like red hair. And um, it's not a drink. Gen ginger is not a drink. It's an ingredient. It's um, the word escapes me. But yeah, you've heard of ginger. Uh, at any rate, uh, and I was like, you know what I mean, bro? And he's like, yeah, I did. But I was like, why did I say ginger? Uh, I was maybe thinking of four leaf clover in, you know, leprechauns in Ireland or something. And people there can have ginger hair, which when we say ginger hair, it's a red color. I don't know what my brain thinks most of the time, especially with this IT program uh, continuing to uh, try to fry my brain. But uh, yeah, so that was that was a funny, uh, funny thing I wanted to share with you. Uh, you all... And another thing I wanted to share with you all is that um, I got through my mother's uh, three-year, the three-year anniversary of her death. I got through it really well on the 29th of November. 
And I mean, yeah, of course, you know, thinking about it and knowing that it was coming up, you know, made me, of course, emotional and uh, sentimental and sad to a degree. But I got through it. I got through it, and um, and I did better than I thought I would. And I think each year, of course, gets not better, but to a degree, a little wee bit easier. So uh, I miss her so much, and I'm um, just grateful that I had her for almost, you know, 50 years. So, yeah, so if for those who have followed me from the beginning, and you know about my mother passing away back in uh, 2020, November 29th, I uh, thank you, because... Um, Thank you in advance if you were thinking about me or wondering about me, wondering how I'm doing. I'm doing well. And so, again, uh, I'm not sure if anybody uh, was thinking about me on that day or thinking about how I'm doing with Talk Time with Hope and, you know, the, the anniversary or the, the time. I don't like to say anniversary, like an anniversary. Um, but because it's not something to celebrate, right? Except for the fact that I know where she's at and I look forward to seeing her one day. And I know I will, but at any rate, um, if you did, if you if you were somebody who did think about me and wondered how I'm doing, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. And thank you for coming back and giving me a listen. Let's see. Um, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts on true crime. Some of them, you know, yeah, a lot of them involve serial killers, but it's not always serial killers, right? It's just true crime. And did you guys know that they have, you know how you have Wikipedia? Did you know that there's a Murderpedia? I kid you not. Murderpedia. Like a Wikipedia. But for murders. That is just insane. And it's, I don't, I don't know what's scarier, the fact that they have a Murderpedia or the fact that there's so many murders that have continued to go on in this country and others that there is, that there, there needs to be a Murderpedia insane insane for the membrane so yeah speaking of um pod or true crime there's some true crime podcasts out there and i used to i've said this before like there's one called that chapter and i've been following him for years now and he's gotten like he's got almost two million people on his youtube and that's wonderful and everything but he's i don't know it it, it just it's kind of irritating that people get big on podcast and on uh, YouTube that they just have to like sell themselves all the time like it's all about the next product they have to sell in order to generate money right generate because here's the deal this dude on that chapter this Irish guy cool chat chap I don't know like sometimes when I listen to him I think he likes Satanism a little more too much you know he seems to be excited about satanism and witches and stuff like that it's just not my jam y'all and you know that's your thing you know that's fine but i think he sometimes seems too excited about it but at any rate seems like a nice chap um he's got um um there's this thing what's it called um para something um where you can you can like get behind the scenes views or videos or things like that and if you just pay like um you pay like two dollars a month or three dollars a month and he's got that like i said he's got 1.9 million followers on youtube and of that let's just say half of those people are paying two dollars a month two dollars a month times 
one million, right? That's a lot of moolah. So I'm like, why even do commercials, right? Why even sponsor? Because, well, of course the answer, Hope, is because he wants more money, even more money than he's generating now. He's got that, and he's got over probably a million people on his podcast. So he's he's generating money from Spotify. He's generating money from YouTube, and now he's generating money from sponsors on on his YouTube channel. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know. It's not slow your roll. It's not like greed much, greedy much. I don't. It's not any of that. But it's kind of like annoying because you make so much money simply off of your YouTube channel outside of the youtube channel when he goes to that paris something i cannot remember and if i can i'll I'll, uh paris i can't believe i don't remember the name because i've said it before um and spotify like be one of those people who don't do those commercials and actually there's a guy that i listen to on youtube called brian um brian o'connor um i'll have to look at his name up real quick but he he never asks for money. He doesn't do commercials. He doesn't do sponsors. He doesn't do any of that. And he is so successful um, because he just talks about things and specifically politics that resonate with the people, you know. And so, um, and I like, you know, that he doesn't need to, um, I don't know, it's not sell yourself. His name is Brian Tyler Cohen, Brian Tyler Cohen. He's got his own uh, YouTube channel. He's got 2.43 million subscribers. And see, that's how he makes his money. Because he he dresses, by the way, he dresses really, really, really nicely, actually. He dresses like in a suit. He's always kind of in a suit. He's I think he does podcast interviews with people and he's made a name for himself. And I definitely recommend him. I mean, he definitely leans left. He's a Democrat and he talks, you know, about a lot of the things that are going on with Trump and and the Republican Party and all these ignorant things that the people in the Republican Party do from time to time. But he always says, I never ask for money and I don't do commercials. I don't sell products. I just ask that you follow me, you know, follow this and subscribe and, you know, and that's enough that's enough and I like that because I don't have to have my uh, inner my video watching him stopped for him to plug in uh some product and and I'm not saying look I'm like I get why people do it but when you've become very successful like this guy 2.43 million subscribers so he's he's generating oh gosh is he generating income from his YouTube channel and that in good amount of income with 2.4 four, three million people following him, subscribing to his YouTube channel. He's not making, you know, uh, pennies. He's making good money. And so, and then he's probably got, you know, he interviews people. I think he might have a podcast. I'm not too sure. I haven't heard. I, yes, he does. He does. I remember recently that he has a podcast. So he's probably generating income on that as well. So there's no need for him to plug products and stop the video to plug a product. And that's the one thing about this guy on that chapter. He'll stop and he goes, speaking of this, you need, you know, you got to watch out for him. And then I'm like, oh my God, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. And today, today's uh, video, he, before he even got into the video, he had to plug in a product, a new product. Um, and I'm just like, wow, I know you want to monetize as much as you can. And, and he doesn't even work anymore. He makes so much money from his YouTube and now his podcast that he doesn't have to work. 
he's, he's traveling to places in America and doing videos there. And I'm glad for him. Hey, everybody, you know, wish everybody the best, right? But it's just like, why so many plugging in products? I just like, there's some people that I listen to on um, Spotify. There's this one, I will say that's a, this one uh, channel it's a murder in america very good podcast between a, a married couple um they don't do terribly too many breaks for advertising but they do do them of course uh, i think if it's a you know 40 minute uh episode they'll probably stop depending it could be two, a minimum of two and it could be maximum of three, I think. But there's this other couple. They're a murder with my uh, murder with my my husband, and it's a married couple. And I know they have a pod. I think they have a YouTube channel as well. And oh my goodness, y'all! They they have like so many breaks to plug-in products. And I'm like, oh gosh! And it makes me not want to listen to them because if I have to keep fast-forwarding because you have four to five stops up of of pushing product then i don't want to i don't want to be bothered by that so i kind of like really give kudos to brian over there on youtube for uh brian tyler cohen for for what he does on youtube um he just says it like it is i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna put advertising here i'm not gonna do commercials i'm not asking you for any money just subscribe follow and subscribe i like that so all that to say is I don't want to have commercials. If I if if I was ever to like really like get down the line, talk time with hope got bigger, you know, or my other uh, podcast, I I don't want to inundate people with um, commercials and stop stopping and stuff like that. Like yeah, if you want to um, help out and and do like ninety nine cents a month, yeah, that would be great. I mean, I only have like six five or six people following me, so it's not make a lot of a difference a lot of a difference a lot of difference but you know i'm not saying you know, that wouldn't be cool right if if that's how i generated some income some passive income and it's not really passive because you got to sit down you got to do the you know you got to do the podcast and all that good jazz but um uh, i definitely don't feel like i'm gonna retire anytime soon <laughs> with six followers five to six followers even if they did 99 cents a month uh but that's okay too because i i do like doing podcasts i do like this um and i was talking to a guy today about it i was like hey you know have you thought about doing a podcast because he's got a lot a lot seems like he has a lot of pent-up anger and he's had a lot of things happen in his life and he admitted it like he's got a lot of anger and you know justice there's the injustices in the world and he gave me an example of like being a man of color and he's mixed color he's got he's got like four different types of background in his dna and he's been you know a stopped for just being on the other side of the street from a police officer and I get that so he's got some anger uh, rightly so and then he said he's was had a girlfriend that was living with him and she actually hit him and he called the cops on her for hitting him and he was the one that actually got in trouble while they let her take everything that, that she needed out of the house and that's his house but because she lived there he could do that and, there, and he's like she's the one that hit me and I'm the one that called the cops. Yeah, I'm the one that got in trouble. And he said, and I said, I don't agree with that. I really don't, bro. I don't think, that, you know, I know there are three sides, three sides to the story. Their side, your side of the truth. But I've heard stories of women hurting men. 
hitting men, and then the man doesn't get the man gets in trouble, not the woman. When the woman, when the man never put her his hands on her. Yes, 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 yes. I am aware that there are more incidents, incidences, and instances, <laughs> both, um, where the man is putting his hands on the woman. But the times when men get hit by the woman, and then the man gets in trouble by the cops because what he's a man. I don't believe in that. I think that's wrong. And I think those are cops that don't know how to do their job and uh, do an actual investigation and look at the, the individuals and see, you know, is there any evidence, you know, first, is there any evidence of physical violence? And secondly is, you know, has there, has there been calls before, la, 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 put them aside, talk to each other, talk to each of them and get the understanding of the story. Um, there have been true crimes about that as well. So I get it. I can understand why he's upset. It's warranted. It's justifiable. But at the same time, he has almost like this kind of a chip on his shoulder with anger. And I asked him, have you thought about podcasting? And he said, no, I don't want to podcast because sometimes I don't think you should put your emotions out and broadcast it to the world. And I'm like, I understand that because he said, maybe what I'm angry about today, I'm not going to be angry about later on down the line. And I said, yeah, I get that. But like if you're, you know, cause there's been stories of people that have had racist tyrants online or through social media, and then they get in trouble years later because somebody found something that they said years before. And maybe they don't think like that anymore. And I'm saying, well, that's a little different. Like if you go on a racist tyrant and, you know, uh, speaking racist things and, and talking bad about people simply because of their religion, Islamophobia, xenophobia, anti-Semitic, uh, racist, then, and then years later you're like, well, that's not me anymore. And that was years ago. I'm different. You know, well, then that's on you because you put it out there. You put it out there when it's out there on the digital world, right? It's there pretty much forever, um, if anybody ever ever finds it. And so that's that's a different situation. I told him, look, I'm gonna I stand up and I get mad about the injustices in the world against people of color. I get mad about the injustice of the world against women, violence against women, and things like that. And you can find me a hundred years from now, and I'll still stand by what I say when I'm passionate about the injustices that I see. I hope 100 years from now, if I was to live 152 years anyway, um, that I would still feel as passionate about all those things and talking out, talking, talking out about those things. So yeah, it's different. But I told him just, you know, food for thought, you know, because he was going to a bar. I don't know if he's going to go play pool and stuff. So, but I, and I, I, I point blank asked him, I was like, it sounds like you've, like, have you been through a lot? It sounds like a lot of things have happened to you. Um, I didn't ask, but I just kind of made that statement. He goes, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things that have happened in my life. And this is why I'm, I'm not very happy. And we both served in the military. And I told him, I said, you know what? You're, you're somebody I served in the military. You're, you're a fellow veteran, but more importantly, I'm so sorry. And I mean this, I mean this, I'm so sorry that things have happened in your life that has caused you to be upset or that has you upset and angry. And he said, I appreciate that. And I said, think about the podcast. And if anything, think about blogging. It's very cathartic. And he just kind of chuckled. And I said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday and all that. And he said, same to you. So I, I hope he does. I really, really do. I hope that he thinks about our conversation. And for the sake of, for him, you know, because to live with that kind of anger and, and, and um, maybe coldness, and because of life's circumstances, life's situations in life that have happened in his life, um, I hope he finds a healthy outlet to to let it all out. 
because you know when he asked me don't don't you get mad about the injustices in the world don't you get upset and i said no yeah i do i said but i try not to let it get me so upset that i hold on to it and i didn't want to talk too much because i didn't want to upset him or, or act like i'm judging him or looking down on him for not you know being the same way but i will end with one thing he said that was interesting he said because he's a person of color you know he's a mixed race and i told him i'm mis- i'm mixed race as well you know with all you know spanish portugal mexican native american and even a bit of scottish in there um and he said but it's different for you because you're a light-skinned and he's like when you're a darker skinned person it seems to be i feel like it's in my experience he said it's it's different but because you're of a lighter skin you know i, I think it's different and i told him yeah there's truth to that i do but i've been racially profiled by police officers more than once twice i was wrongfully handcuffed twice way back in 2009 and then you add the component of me being tall and men are intimidated by tall women sometimes it's intimidating so they don't want to like ask you on a date or they don't want to dance with you because they think you're going to reject them or be embarrassed to dance with somebody shorter than them i've experienced that too but then it's the other being intimidated so much that they treat you wrongly and that's what happened in 2009 when I got wrongfully arrested. I didn't get wrongfully arrested. I got wrongfully handcuffed. And that was a horrible experience. And I don't know if I've talked about it in the past, but maybe one day I'll jot it down to talk about it in the future. But I don't want to get too much into it right now because I'm going to let you guys go. But it did make me you know, think also about another subject that I would like to talk in, uh, talk about in more length, uh, with more length, is, is like color. And how people continue to see the lighter you are, somehow the better you are, which is just so ridiculous, right? I mean, uh, beauty is not the beholder number one, but it's but it's ridiculous. It's but it's also true. There are people that are even in the Middle East in the Arabic culture. The lighter you are, the more you're seen as more beautiful. The darker you are, the more you're seen as not as beautiful. Not as beautiful as those who have lighter skin, light, lighter hair color, lighter color of eyes. There was a girl from Egypt. She has the most beautiful blue eyes and blondish kind of hair and like like complected skin. And, and even in Egypt, she told me that we are seen as more beautiful than my other, than my relatives that are darker complexion with brown eyes. And I said, it's, it's crazy that we still live in a world like that. In places in Asia, a lot of Asian countries see lighter color as more of a, of a better color, a color, more beautiful color. And I just like, what? You know, I've never really thought about it like that. You know, even though I've always been more attracted to people that are lighter colored, um, I've always dated predominantly Caucasian. Um, it doesn't mean that I find them more beautiful. It's just what I've always been what I've preferred. I've tried to date people that are of color. Um, gone a couple of dates. Um, tried to start a relationship with somebody when I was in Germany that was of color. And it just never ended up. And this person that had that was of color had blue eyes. So it wasn't that. It was just a preference. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's because ever since I was little. I mean, I think back when I was like seven or eight. I was nine. And the first crush I had was on this boy named Robert. He had blonde hair, blue eyes, white dude, white little boy. And maybe it stems from my first crush being that person who was Caucasian. 
I cannot say, honestly. I just know there's a preference. But I don't see, because there are beautiful, beautiful people that are black. All shades of black. People that are brown. Uh, all shades of brown. And even people that are white, all shades of white. They're the darker white, the lighter white, the very fr uh, freckles, red hair, ginger, <laughs> white. And uh, I think it's just, you know, color is beautiful. Wouldn't want us all to look the same. But for people to put like a hierarchy of only the lighter colored people or the more beautiful people, I think that's silly. Some of the most beautiful people I've ever seen, hand to God, there has been some... Um, both men and women who have the most beautiful dark black skin from like Africa. Oh my God, so beautiful. Uh, just like jaw-dropping beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful people. And so for people to think just because you have dark skin, you're not as attractive or uh, I'm going to judge you and, and I'm going to judge you in the way as, uh, as racially profiling you. It's, it's just beyond ignorant. And so I feel sad. I feel sad that that had happened to him. I don't feel, I don't feel sad for him. I just feel sad that it happened to him because he, here he is, you know, I think he's in his 30s and he has a lot of anger. And, and I really hope that he's able to have a healthy outlet to take out that anger and, and, and get it out and maybe help people along the way. And, um, uh, and, and sharing his experiences in in an educational form, maybe I don't know. There's you know how can we learn to be better if we don't share the stories, right? Of what has happened to you, not happened to you, what has happened in your life, right? I th there's the there's a comedian that I've talked about. Um, um, she's a writer for Seth Meyers, and she also has her own. She's a black comedian, and she has her own show. Or she used to have her own show. It's been hasn't been on in forever. And her and her sister wrote a, a book together about experiences they had as black women. And it's you know written with some humor, but it's also sad that they have experienced racial you know racism and and things like that. And it still happens. It happened and it is happening. And it, sadly, it might happen for the rest of our existence of humankind, right? Of the human race. Uh, I wish it didn't, but look at all over the world, you know, it, it's still continuing to happen. And uh, I pray for the world. I pray for the uptake that's been going on with anti-Semitism and Islamophobia to stop and to start decreasing to be nothing, to be no more. I really do, and it breaks my heart to know that that stuffs, those things are happening here in America and other places, of course, but here in America in particular. And the last thing I want to, um, I hope you guys come together and we pray for this, definitely for 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 peace all over the world. I do, and I will always continue to say we need a love revolution and pray for peace, really. But the last thing I wanted to say is that political rep representative or whatever he was, George Santos, has, has uh, been um, kicked out of his position in politics. And I am happy because there's some, sometimes justice does exist and it took forever for them to do it, but I'm glad they did it. And the sad part about this is he's like, now he's making money on cameos. And so this is a man who lied, who stole, who stole, who stole, who stole and lied and lied and lied from veterans, from the elderly. Um, 
lied about who he was, lied about who he is, lied about how his mother died. Like there were so many things this dude did. And yet now, even though he got kicked out of politics, which is great, he needed to be a long time ago. He's making cameos and people want him like pay him to do stuff. And, and I'm like, what does that say? Is kicking him out of politics did it really do anything other than uh, elevate his status in the world and society? I don't know. So I am happy about the fact that he got kicked out of politics. But at the same time, you know, it should have happened before now, but at least it happened. And then, the, and sadly, you know, this is this is the world we live in where we're like, hey, well, you know, he was good for a good laugh. Let's bring him in and give him money for other things. I would not doubt y'all that he's going to write a book. I'm saying it today, December 5th, 2023. I do not doubt that he's going to come out with a book. Maybe before the end of the year, but definitely sometime next year. I would be so surprised and I'd be happy that he doesn't. And I would be uh, happy to be wrong. But this is... It's the one we live in. Sometimes I just say, oh. Anyway, that's all I got for you guys. Thanks for listening to my rambling. It wasn't anything specific, specific, but I just wanted uh, to come on here and share some of the stuff going on that I've been, you know, meeting people and just, yeah. And say, you know, thank you for giving me a listen. This has been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. I'll see you on the flip side. God bless you. Bye for now.